I think it's uh, amazing to think that God would co-labor with us. That's a thing of grace. Uh, he doesn't co-labor with us because we're uh, super spiritual. It be, wouldn't be that many of us would be qualified to be used. But uh, because we can come boldly to the throne of grace in our time of need because of what Jesus did. I think it's wonderful that he's both the lamb that was slain and he's the conquering lion, both. He's uh, the one who's made it possible for us to co-labor. He said, that's what he called it. Paul said that we get to co-labor with him. Uh, in Colossians 1.29, said, we uh, labor with all his energy that works so mightily within us. Uh, he, uh, Jesus said that because he was going to be crucified and ascend to the Father, be raised from the dead and ascend to the Father, that the Holy Spirit would be poured out. And the Holy Spirit would take the things that were his, that the Father had given him, and make it known to us. Uh, he said, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends because the servant doesn't know what the father's doing or the master's doing. And uh, he, implying it, we're going to be made aware of what he wants to do. So in ministry, I found that it's so much more uh, successful to see what he's doing and bless what he's doing rather than trying to get him to bless what I want to do. <laughs> It just seems like it's, it's so much better. And uh, so I thank God that uh, we are a sheep. And He's promised that since we are, we can hear His voice. And what I discovered, that I was afraid to act on His whispers. I wanted to only act when I heard a shout. Because if I heard a shout, there's very little chance I'm going to miss. And uh, uh, after, oh, uh, 30 years of uh, ministering in healing, I just got brave, more brave as I got older, because as I got older, I cared less what people thought of me. <laughs> you know, I became, became liberating. And I remember one time I just said, uh, as a friend's church, friend, uh, pastor, I said, Lord... I think I'm hearing more than what I realize. So I'm going to do this experiment. I'm going to give, uh, you know, within reason. I mean, certain things you know is not God because it's not His character. And the enemy's just putting something in your head. But um, even the slightest uh, impression, I'm going to go for it tonight because I want to see if, if I'm hearing more. I remember I heard 17 staples. I heard, uh, these, this is after I'd written down a bunch of words and knowledge that I get normally that I knew, okay, this is the Lord. But these others, I was not sure of at all. As a matter of fact, I was pretty sure I was missing God. And, you know, one of the best ways to build faith in an audience is to say, I don't think this is the Lord. I'm probably missing, but, and that's what I did. And, of course, I was being a little facetious there, but... Uh, I said, 17 staples, a maritime accident, and they laughed because I was in a desert. The church was in a desert, and I said, maritime accident. Um, and, and then I wasn't sure if I heard uh, uh, artesian or artesia. Uh, and I wasn't sure. I said, oh, I don't even know what that would mean. And the last one, I was almost certain, wasn't God. And the impression I had was crowbar. So I... As I gave those at the end, after I'd, you know, you, you lead with what you're sure about. 
and work your way down to the least sure. So if you miss, you want to miss at the end, <laughs> not at the beginning. And uh, when we got to the, to the end, he said, you know, these are the ones I'm not sure about. I, 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 this may be God, it may not be God. And uh, somebody was there that had, seven, had surgery of 17 staples, complications. Uh, a pastor was there that had gone to the East Coast. This was in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, actually. Actually, had gone to the East Coast and been hurt on a boat and was still having complications from it. He said, that's me. Uh, and he was healed. Uh, there was a, an artisan from Artesia, <laughs> which I didn't know was a small town right outside of Albuquerque. I had no idea of that. And the one that blew me away was when I said, now, I'm almost certain I'm not hearing God on this one. Crowbar. Now, that's not a good word of knowledge for a physical healing. Crowbar. You know. But there's a woman there that had been beaten by her ex-husband and broke her neck, broke her jaw, caused her to go deaf in her left ear. And a few moments before I gave that word, the Lord had spoken to her and said, I'm going to heal your crowbar issue tonight. And it's not the physical healing you want, it's the healing in your heart that you want. But I'm going to give it to you anyway. And she got healed. And the one word I would like to speak to you and to everybody that's watching, everybody that's watching on whatever way you're watching. You know, today you can watch it on all types of little computer devices and phones even. I want to say to you, probably are hearing God a lot more than what you think. And uh, uh, we can let our fear. Here's what I did. I don't want to ask you and you don't make the mistake I made. Or if you've been making it, stop making it. This is the time. Here's my mistake. Because I was afraid I would miss, I had missed a lot that I could have given if I would have been braver to speak out with the words that's not so strong. Uh, I... How many of you know who Jack Taylor is? Do you know who Jack Taylor is? A famous a Southern Baptist spirit-filled guy. He's about 80-some-odd years old right now. Uh, but he and his wife, well, they were with me. We were in Brazil. And uh, it's one of those times, again, where I wasn't even sure what I heard. Because I wasn't sure if I heard bicycle or motorcycle. But what I caught was cycle. And I had this impression somebody got hurt. And so I'm not sure it's a motorcycle or a bicycle, but you got hurt. And when I said that, and it was so subtle, but when I said it, there was a woman about three rows down from me on the end who started shaking. The moment I gave that word, she started shaking. She's young, uh, probably about 28 years old. Uh, so when she's 13 years old, 15 years earlier, she'd been on the back of a motorcycle, had an accident, got her heel caught in the wheel, and it pulled a plug out of flesh that they tried to do a muscle graft, and it had failed. And she'd been walking on crutches for 15 years. And they'd tried two or three grafts, and you could actually still put a, a, a golf ball inside the hole. And now... And she was Baptist, and this was not a Baptist church. And she had come all the way across the greater Sao Paulo 
on public transportation on crutches. And uh, I, I, here's what I think. God saw her. God saw her. That, that, that was hard to do. Public transportation all the way across this, you know, huge, huge, multi-million city. And she's there that night. Slightly hear it. Said it. She starts shaking. I knew it was her. Went down. Started to pray for her. And she just starts shaking more and getting hot. And then she feels like the Lord says to her, an impression, try to walk. Now the issue was this. Every time she tried to walk without crutches, she felt like it was tearing deeper. And what it, the reason why she had come, her, after 15 years, it had now become um, necrotic. It was dying like, like gangrenous. Like, and the doctors had said, this coming week, we're going to have to cut your foot off. Now, we've had three different people. One of a tumor and was going to have to have the leg cut off here. Another had a big uh, hole that wouldn't uh, heal up infection uh, for several years. Going to have to cut it off below the knee. And this woman is going to have to cut off just above the ankle. Long story short, when she tried to walk, she said it felt like I was walking on clouds or marshmallows. It didn't hurt. And she was dancing. And uh, she got... What took 15 years and it never would heal in a matter of weeks. They got pictures of it healing very quickly. I really feel that um, God wants to encourage you and those of you that's watching that you can have a miracle. Even though you may have been many, many years, even though it's gotten worse. It's kind of like the woman uh, in Mark 5 spent all she had on doctors and she was no better. She'd grown worse. And she was healed. So I, I just uh, want to pray for you. But I want to, uh, as I begin to pray, uh, I know I called out some things while ago and several uh, people were healed. Um, I think there's somebody else uh, in this crowd that is, it's not a problem in your kneecap. And, and those that's uh, watching, uh, a while ago we talked about a problem in the right kneecap itself. This is below the kneecap where that bone comes into your kneecap, in that area of the bone. Somebody uh, has a problem there, and it radiates more to the right than it does to the left. And we want to pray for that. Uh, also, if someone, and I don't know what this could be, but it has something to do with chicken pox and a complication from chicken pox. Uh, you know, I know that uh, um, shingles... It can be related to that. But anything, because it just, it just came to mind, and I just want to go for what I feel like the Lord is revealing He wants, uh, wants to do here. Also, if you have any form of kidney problem or kidney stones, uh, we've seen people, men and women, pass kidney stones. It was impossible to pass. Doctors there look at the stone and say, that's four times bigger than you're to go out of. They should, that should have doubled them over in terrible pain. Not only did he get healed and they passed the kidney stone before they left the building. Uh, several times we've seen this happen. But they had a hereditary problem. Their dad had it and their brothers had it. And they kept getting them all the time. And they never had another kidney stone after that. So I feel like God wants us to go for kidney issues, kidney stones. This area here in the, just to the bottom of the, the right knee. Um, and if you have a problem in the lumbar area of your spine that radiates uh, toward the left, 
it's more than it's not so much going down the right, but it's it, it, your pain is uh, on the left in the lumbar area. Also, if you have a problem in this hip, right, pretty much where I'm touching, right in there, uh, those here or those that's watching, um, this is for you. Uh, this actually, this feels um, it. It, it kind of jabs and then it kind of goes down the the front there. So, how many of you have? Any of these situations, and those watching, if by home, I want you may find you may feel silly, but I want you to raise your hand, whether you're here or you're at home. Just lift up your hand, and uh, and as I uh, begin to pray, I want you to pay attention to your body. Uh, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to. You don't have to pray in tongues. You don't have to say, "I believe, I believe, I receive, I receive." You don't. You don't. You don't have to uh, do anything. Just expect this healing, because he's. He said he wants to do this. And if we know we're asking something, First John chapter five verse fourteen it talks about it. if we know we ask something according to his will, we know that he hears, and if we know that he has heard us, we know that we see what we're asking. The key is the will of God. That's where the revelatory gift, a word of knowledge, helps us to know where to start. Uh, uh, just and right before I start to pray, just on this, now I've got a burning on the top. It's in. The, it's not in the kneecap, but it's it's in the flesh. It's like in the a tendon or leader or muscle above your knee, just above the knee, uh, to the left a little bit. So that's uh, another. So. Just put your hand up again so I can know. Father, I thank you for everyone that is a recipient of one of these words. And we bless them in the name of Jesus. And we also bless that person, either here or at home, that has pain in the muscles on the left, in the back, on the left side of the spine, about four inches over in the middle of the spine, there's, there's uh, soreness in that area. And so, Lord, we speak to that, too. In the name of Jesus, we bless the kidneys. Uh, Lord, we bless this area in the, below the knee and also in the, above the knee on the, the right one. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak to kidneys, kidney stones, kidney disease. In the name of Jesus, Father, we, let you, we ask, God, let your kingdom come. And your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, I bless the people that are recipients of these words. I pray, Father, that as they get healed, others would just begin to feel your power coming upon them. And others would get healed just because of what they see you doing now. In the name of Jesus, pain, leave. I command the pain to leave. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, both those of you who are watching by TV or on whatever device you're on, and those that's here, if you are one of the ones who raised your hand, I'd like for you to stand up uh, and then just test things out. Whatever it is. And you say, well, how am I going to test my kidneys? Well, I don't know how you're going to do that. However, I do want to say this. Um, do not be surprised if you find that that kidney stone has been dissolved. Do not be surprised if you find the pain is, is going. If you were in pain, you can be aware that your pain has gone down. And we're going to ask you to check things out. And if your condition, your, your uh, range of motion, your function, or your, is 80% better, or your pain level has gone down, 
by 80%. Either one, just in a matter of a couple of minutes after we prayed. The way you give evidence of that, and I don't want you to do this because you're believing for your healing. I understand that. I, I'm for that. Except, I don't want to say people got healed when they were testifying to the faith in their healing 2,000 years ago. Only the manifestation. If you're, you do this, because right now, there's been the manifestation of healing, and you're at least 80% uh, better as we're talking about the process. Because Omar Cabrera taught me, there'll be a lot of people, 80, 85, 90, 95, 98% better. But if you say when you're healed and they're thinking 100%, you won't know what God's doing. And 80% is a significant improvement. And so God doesn't get the glory for what he's doing because people don't know because they're saying, well, I got a little bit left. So I'm saying in the process of healing, you're already 80% better. Then the way you acknowledge that is by doing this. And that's what you're at right now. So I'm going to ask you, would you stand? And at home, would you stand? And you say, oh, this is, sounds silly, but there's something about faith. If you are, and not only do I want you to, to do this now if you're at least 80%, but I want you at home to find somebody and tell them quickly. Find somebody and tell them that you were healed during this program. It's supernatural because it is supernatural. So check it out. Check it out. If you sense there's a, at least 80% improvement, I want you to weigh both hands over your head like this because that gives him the glory that you have experienced that. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, about seven, eight. Uh, oh, yeah, look over here. Oh, wow. wow, we got a bunch over here. Nine, eight, nineteen, eleven, twelve, thirty-four, fifty. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, oh, I don't know, a lot. More, more. Now this thing. Okay, now how many of you say, I'm not 80%, but I'm getting better. I feel the presence of God or my pain's going down. I'm, I'm not 80%, but I can raise one hand and say, God's touching me. So if I was praying for you individually, I would pray for you again if you told me that. If I prayed for you and said, I'm not 80%, but I'm getting better, I'd pray for you again. Just like if I was leading you to the Lord and you were crying, I wouldn't walk away because I know how to recognize God is in our midst and we need to cooperate with Him. So let's pray for the rest of you. God, and the, oh, and by the way, if you're here and you didn't have anything like that, we're just praying for healing to happen. Put your hand where you need the healing if it's a, a not a muscular skeletal thing. And if it is, just begin to move it as I'm praying. Father, thank you for what you're about to do. I give you glory and I give you thanks. And Lord Jesus prayed that we'd be fruitful and you'd get glory. And so we want you to have more glory than this. God, we pray for everyone watching. Everyone watching. God, in the name of Jesus, I command the pain to leave. And I bless them in the name of Jesus. We want to win for the Lamb that slain the rewards of His suffering. In this matter, healing in Jesus' name. We break the power of any afflicting spirit. In Jesus' name, we speak healing. We pray into the spines, uh, into the kidneys, uh, into the knees, wherever there's a problem. In the back area, uh, in that muscle area on the right. In Jesus' name. Oh Lord, uh, even as there's a word earlier today about the necks. In the name of Jesus, we bless the necks. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We want you to receive glory. We won't touch your glory. I acknowledge I'm not a healer. You're the healer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what are you saying? If I claim to be the healer, I'd touch his glory.
But if you are 80% better now and you don't, you're touching His glory because you're withholding the testimony. And those of you watching, you've been healed. You're 80%, 100%, 90%, whatever it is, you need to tell people because if you don't, you're touching His glory because He gets glory from the testimony of what He's done. Now, if you couldn't wave your hands a while ago or you got healed of a second thing and you're at least 80% better, wave your, stand and wave your hands because people can't uh, see it and you need to stand so I can see it even those back there this it's not to stand is pride humility is to stand and, and let God know what he has done one of my pet peeves is when God heals us and we won't give him the glory that's just a pet peeve of mine so you weren't a weren't while ago but now you are 80% or more wave your hands again thank you to a lot of you I believe there are thousands watching that's going to be healed scores of thousands of healings that's going to take place in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus now I just you may be seated for a moment I got to share this with you it's reason why I think this way is because in 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 it says as is written Paul is quoting David as it is written we believed therefore we've spoken and in that same spirit of faith we too believe and therefore we speak Jack Taylor's wife, I told you about a while ago, she asked me when that girl was healed of the motorcycle wreck and the, was going to have to have her foot cut off. She said, Randy, how strong was that impression you had? I said, it was so, so uh, weak. I almost didn't give it, but I felt like if I don't, she could miss a heal, or a person could miss a healing. And, and she said to me, thank you for sharing that because if that had been me, that young woman would have had her foot cut off. Because I wouldn't have had the courage to share it. But your sharing that with me has really encouraged me to step out and not worry about my pride or whatever. What, so what if I'm wrong? I'd just be wrong. But what if I'm right? A miracle could take place. You are hearing more than you think. And if you know Christ Jesus, you, the Messiah, you too are hearing because you are his sheep, and he said his sheep hear his voice. Learn to hear his whispers.